Hi everybody! Welcome to the 14th edition of the Modcast. I don't know why my brother is speaking in the background. No respect over here. No respect. Goodbye, brother. Get out of here. Get out of here. Hi everybody, how's everything going? Happy Monday. It's a great day to be modified. You know it didn't get modified today? My hair. <laughs> I don't know what's happening with my hair today. I have a very, very exciting guest today. It is one of my dear, dear friends from one of my favorite places in the world, Brazil. Hold on, I'm just gonna pin right here with so you know his name, I'm just pinning. How's everybody doing? Tell me where you're from. Where are you checking in from? Let's see. All right. Hey everybody, hi. All right. Jen, you just love me, girl. I look crazy. This hair is a mess. Um, I just got off an awesome panel for Point Park University. But I didn't realize my hair looked, well, I think it maybe looked better. I don't know. You know, natural hair, who knows what's gonna happen. Hey, Annapolis. It's close to where I'm from, the DMV. Hey, Leah, checking in from the living room. We got Jen from Boston, Bermuda. Oh, how it would be nice to be in Bermuda. Hey, Memphis. I'm gonna call in my guest, the one and only Juliano. Hi, Juliano. All the way from Brazil. Hi, Emma. Hi, Giselle. Oi, Juliano. Oi, man. To the ball. Hey, how's it going? All right. All right, all good. Better now that I'm talking to you. I love it. So everybody, I'm gonna give you your proper intro. Hold on, I just need to turn something on my phone up. Okay. Um, everybody, first of all, thank you for joining the Modcast. This is my okay. brother, my dear brother, all the way from Brazil. I've known Juliano now yes. for 10 years. Wow, that's a long time. Um, he's an amazing tap dancer. Mm -hmm and also in a, a marketing genius and social media and all that good stuff and an entrepreneur. And he gives back to the community where he is from in Brazil. So everybody give it up for my guest, Juliano. He is my first. Hey, thank you so much, Mom. Thank you for Obrigado. being here. You're actually my first Brazilian guest. <gasps> you really? Are, you beat Giselle. I thought you already did. Oh, yeah, I thought it was, you already did it. No, you beat oh, okay. yourself. All right. She's, she's right here right now. She's eating. Oh, no. That's <laughs> I, went, I went all the way. Yes, come say hi, Giselle. So then you won't be alone. This is Giselle, everybody. She, too, is from Brazil, but she's an American. Juliano. I'm going to take this, okay? You questioning me. Accept it. Accept it. Mom, I'm right. sorry. I deal with your uh, I deal with Juliano your pictures every day. Now it's my turn. Flyers every week for the podcast. So thank you, Juliano. You're the bomb. Dot com. <laughs> Beijo, amigo. Beijo, amigo. Well, before the end of the podcast today, Juliano, we're gonna teach. Well, not where you're gonna teach some people some basic Portuguese, so that in the event they come okay. to Brazil or make a Brazilian friend. They will know something, okay? Yes. Okay, great. So, okay. Juliano, okay. how I'll are you that. feeling? How is everything in Brazil going right now? 
with coronavirus and being a dancer. How is everything going? Well, it's a really tough moment, like it is in, in every everywhere in the in the world now. Oh, thank you so I like much. The blue hair yes, too. blue is my favorite color. I love it. Thank you. I'm trying to take. In, I, this is uh, the, a moment in my life that I'm trying to to bring more. Uh, more passion about my hair so it's like i'm really taking care of my curly <laughs> hair and also i put some color on it i said okay this is my hair i love it we hair. all have but those yes. moments yes yes so i'm trying to taking care of that um here in brazil it's a really difficult moment because uh that we don't have job we don't have spaces now everybody everything is starting to open again the places to have concerts, shows, but it's like not for many people. We still have too many cases and too much death with coronavirus. It's a really delicate moment. The studios, the dance studios are reopening, uh -huh. like in the US, but just with 10 or 12 students and like they have some feet apart, one from each other. And from for the dancer specifically, when you are a singular dancer, like for shows, it's a really bad moment. Like Anita, the biggest singers, just now they are starting to hire again a few dancers just for like some video shoots, not for the whole concert or something like that. So it's a really bad moment. The thing that I did, I create my own platform, like you were one of the guests. And this week, my students will have class with Mod. I create my own platform because it was the only way to make some money with the tap dance. Because I was not teaching a regular studio. I was just, after, uh, uh, it was like six months after I came back to Brazil. I was doing a tour mm -hmm. after tapping Rio. So I had a bunch of plans and everything stopped. So it was like, and marketing also, the other side, the marketing is the first thing that everybody it's cuts from true. the budget. So no clients. So it's it's it it's gonna it was the point where I decided to create my own platform to make. And somewhere. how have you been staying positive just during this time? You know, after your teaching tour got canceled, like what did you do to not just get depressed and just give up on it and still do work? Like, cause you then created something. You didn't stop. So how did you do that? And what did you do to stay centered? First of all, I decided to go back to the start point, to my birth city, to my first studio, to my first dance teacher. She's like my mom. So I said, okay, what are we going to do now? The first thing I, I thought was my family. The second thing was the social project where I came from because they don't have money at all. At least I have my marketing mm -hmm. stuff to do. They, they didn't have how, how should they take class and yeah. everything else. So I went back to my my grandparents' place, breath during a few weeks, like thinking, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? What? The only question was, what's next? Okay, Zoom classes, first of all. Second of all, what everybody is doing around the, the road, not just here well, in Brazil. I have Brazil. a quick question Let's for you, Juliana. Out of the box. Do you in Brazil get unemployment? Because in America, we have unemployment. So if you like lose your job, the government will send you money, and the, and at the beginning of COVID, for a lot for a few months. Yes, yes, I, I got it. But after like two months, I was not the first the first group of persons. They had some priority. I I'm still receiving that. It's not a, a too much money. It's like the really 
low budget, gotcha, but it gotcha, helps. For it sure. helps. Even because I pay, I, I'm I'm paying for my my sister college, so Good. it helps a lot with with that. Yeah. So I took some weeks, and then I decided, okay, let's start over. Let's start over. Let's start from the the basic point on my city. What I can do here? It's videos. It's TikTok. Uh, it's learn again. Let's stop. Mm -hmm. Let's learn. Okay, let's hear the people. So you are the first person that I made a live. And when I made all that lives in the first month of the, 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 the COVID situation, it was good for me to mm -hmm. hear from everybody. Okay, what this person's story can inspire me to not give up on my career right now. Because I, because I had a, a story with depression and panic. So I know that if I didn't did anything, I could go back and fall again. On, on that so that's how i was doing to stay positive mm. but in the middle of the process i lost my grandma i'm so sorry night. i'm so sorry and she was thank you she was everything everything i grew up with her not with my mom and it's been a really challenging moment and it's again the point where you ask how to stay positive that's the question how so i have yes friends. I have angels, like I call them. I, I have angels that I'm never alone. I call them. Giselle, it's one of the, yes. you know how many times I called her. And she called me like, Julian, what are you <laughs> doing? Julian, what's your next project? Julian, wake up. So it's this energy that is making me, okay, let's go. We can push through it. And then when you and Chloe called me, I'll say, can you record Savage? And, and we can make something for Pride. I said, okay, it's not the end. Let's, it was like an energy to, I can do something mm -hmm. even here. I move it to my own space, my own place here. I have a room now. During the, the during now the, mm -hmm. the pandemic, this pandemic. So it's a bunch of changes. And the thing that made me stay positive, it's always think like the Giuliano that had 11 years old back in 2005, what he was thinking when he started to do tap dance. What was the reason that moved me? Keep studying, make college and tap and go to DC, go to LA, Chicago and move, come back. Blah, blah, uh -huh. blah, 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 blah. Because it, it was the point where I found the answers to not give up. Because there was a few days that where I, 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 I thought, yeah, it's, try, it's time to, to give up. Let's go back to some marketing business and just work but for someone else. And What's then, interesting is even in like the thought of giving up, it's like everything closed. So it wasn't like just tap dance, wasn't making any money. It was like, you know, at the beginning, even for us, we were like, okay, so there's no tap class. There's no DC tap fest. There's no choreography, but also there's no waitressing. Yeah. There's no bartending. There's no babysitting what is the industry like every artist's side hustle dried up in america too and then it went to the point it went the point to it we got the point where you and chloe's been working hard on it for years the internet the power of the internet making shows making videos putting on challenges making lives so everybody the the the, person, the people who never mm -hmm. thought about it started to, to have to thought, okay, what can my business thing do on exactly. the internet to sell? 
work with that. Okay, I don't have waiters, but can the waiters work for Uber Eats? Can can he work for something like that? So other options to yes, yeah, keep connected. To yes, someone and I that. think that it's ironic because you're right. We've always been very internet heavy, but not in teaching on the internet. More like promoting our work and you know putting our work out there and more of our dance videos. But because we had a you know a pretty good feeling of a knowledge of it and an audience from the internet transitioning was slightly easier also we had an amazing friend here who is truly an angel in our lives who's a tech genius who helped us really put it online in a great way but i think for people who resisted the internet and resisted technology this like punched them in the face because there was nothing except yes. Zoom and Instagram. <laughs> nothing. And was some, it was, we got the point where uh, the, the artists have to put down the ego and understand that you have to start over and learn. Because many people got it to the point in their careers that they think they don't need to learn yeah. anything. Everybody just have to bow mm -hmm. down to the person. And okay, let me follow you. No, 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 no. No, 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 my love. Now it's time to learn again. Start over, ask people, wh what can I do? How can I open Instagram? How can I do a live yes. on YouTube? Ask your friend and said, I don't have money. Can we just exchange our, our, our knowledges and make something? So it was re uh, really challenging. I saw that and I felt many, many artists mm -hmm. around the, the globe. Uh, a question of ego, not what they saw that they need to learn, but they didn't want to learn that the internet was a solution it was not the moment to i'm the best or i did many things no at this point you did not you don't you don't, you have, don't money, have a so. job so if you were touring 30 no. cities last year dancing or performing you don't have a job so i think that that's so important to talk about is peeling back those layers what's interesting too is i find i have found rather that some people that I know who are very successful, not just artists, but like who have money and like have cushion money, had to peel back layers and find time to be still to find joy. Because money is like lack of money is a big problem for most of the world. Like, you know, I mean, poverty is the number one killer in the world. It's poverty. It's it's not coronavirus. It's not HIV. It's not. It's poverty. Period. People die because they are poor. But then you have a lot of people mm -hmm. who have a lot of money who are not happy. And during a time like this, where you can have all the money in the world, you can't fly anywhere. Maybe your friends aren't close to you. Maybe you don't have any real friends because you just are used to buying things for people and taking, you know, doing things for them. So I think it was, I think everybody, if you have money and even if you didn't, had to really humble themselves and say like, who are my real friends? You know, like who's gonna help me out? This is the lowest of the low. Who's gonna help me out in that time? And what's amazing, mm -hmm. and I don't know for people watching here, I have been to Brazil 20 or 21 times in my life. And my Brazilian family is like my real, family like Giselle who you just saw pop in she and I live together mm -hmm. um 
Yes, Alex just said it's been a time of reckoning. Happy belated birthday, by the way, Alex. <laughs> um, <laughs> Happy belated birthday. Like Giuliano and I, going back to what you guys said earlier, you and Alex both said you have to stay connected. We never lost touch at the beginning of this pandemic. Like, nothing missed a beat. And I, I want to also commend you, Giuliano, for also reaching out to me and Giselle and like the other friends, tap dance friends who, uh, and you, you wrote us when one of our other tap dancer friends had hit a dark depression. And you said, we need to check on her. Yeah. We need to like all hands on deck. Everybody like, this is what she's going through. We all need to help her. And I just got the chills thinking about it because it's such a testament to who you are. like. You're going through your own problems, trying to get a job, pay your rent, your grandmother's not well, like all this stuff. And you still took the time to reach out to people who you knew would care about our friend because you had that much love for her. And I just, I think that that's so important right now. And what made you like, Yes. how did like, I mean, it's who you are, but explain that. So maybe somebody else will be inspired to do the same. Uh, so to explain that, I have to explain my story. Because I grew up with my grandparents. We were, we were in a really poor situation back in that days. Really poor. I know how it is to not have food at home. Oh, my sister is here. Oi, Julia. Oi, Julia. <laughs> uh, we went to a really, really poor situation where we don't have food, where I have to ask for the neighbors for something that me, grandma, and my grandfather could eat. And at that time, we found some real real friends that that just came to our house hey here's the meal for for the wow. week hey here's the vegetables here i just came back from my farm and this is something for so i learned since from the from the beginning of my life that solidarity mm -hmm. and look to the to the other people it's always important and even then i remember my grandma many poor people knocking on our door asking for food back in that days and she never mm -hmm. said i don't have anything she always said, I have rice or I have just beans, do you mind? And the, the, I could see the hope on their eyes when my grandma gave them something. So now when everything started and my, some of my friends called me, say, Jew, you always talk about depression. You always talk about anxiety. So let me tell you something. I'm in a mm. depression situation and I just came back from my doctor and he said that I, I have to take care because I'm just going down, down. I said, what can I do? Can I listen to you? Do you need money? Do you need, do you want to come back to, do you want to come to my mm. house? I even said that because someone else did that to me. When I moved to America, uh, Nick did that to me. He opened his house. Roxane opened it her day to say, hey, brother, where do you want to go? Hey, brother, where are you teaching? Hey, brother, good morning. So other People did that to me. Even you, Chloe, Charles, many people did, did that to me. So now it's came the time. So hold on. Stop. This person did that. This person. Okay, my personal life will always happen. It will always happen. Problems we will always have. But how you deal with that, it's the most important thing. We have to look mm -hmm. to each other. I, I was just saying that on that, that panel discussion that I participated. I will not mention that, <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. I said something in Portuguese. I'll try to translate. I said, 
when you don't take care of your friend or if, even if your friend is an artist or not, it's like we have the, the sky and we have the stars. So it's like you have a star uh, taking off or uh -huh. turning down the uh, uh, it light. So it's like if you don't take care, every day another star will come down, 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 and don't, and then you don't have any stars. I love in the sky. that. Yeah, because stars, the fire burns out; they could die. Yeah. Yes. So that's the, that was my point. And then when I made my platform, I called many of my friends because I knew the situation that everybody was into it. I said, I, I don't have my. I literally, I I have zero hey, eyes. Hey, eyes! Everybody zero. is there. But like saying I have zero dollars. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't have anything, but I can pay you when you record a class. I can use your pictures to people ask you for workshops and Zoom classes. Can you help me with that? And then many friends said that. And behind the, the group of teachers, I have 10 students from around Brazil that always are uh, with scholarship on Tapping Rio, I, I, I hired them, said, hey, I don't have money, but if someone else buy from your link, I can give you 10%, 20%. I can give you a commission from their registration. Do you want to work with me? I can teach you everything I know from marketing on social media. Because all the students was like hopeless. Yeah, I mean, they were all it's scary. And there no options. are no options. And, and if it was scary for us in America, I, I just remember the first like week of the pandemic, because you know, of course we have the programs in Providencia and Maduera. I, all I could think about was those kids there. And in Providencia, their water tank had broken. So they didn't have water, like to bathe, drink, all that. And I just, and that's when Chloe and I were like, we have to do something. Like we have to help some, like we have to do something because if it's hard for us in America, a third world country, ha, forget about it. And then artists, forget about it. And then people of color, forget about it. Gay people, forget about it. Nobody cares. The government is not doing anything. Your president is horrific. Um, I mean, you know, same here. But <laughs> he's the same way as Trump, guys. Just to let you all understand, he's the same. The same even when he was not the president, he was using Trump yeah, pictures to tell to Brazil, this is going to be the new era. president has an obsession with Donald yes. Trump to, like, be his best friend and to, like, mm -hmm. be his, like, Brazilian representative. It's a mess. For example, we can fly, Americans can fly to Brazil right now. Brazilians are not allowed to fly into America. And I'm like, this is, and this is not because of coronavirus. This is always if you want to fly into America as Brazilian, you have to go through like this crazy visa process. And it costs mm -hmm. a lot of money. We can't just go to America. We need to get to into a really long visa process. But if you are an American citizen, you can just Exactly. And I think, well, I mean, I love Brazil. So speaking about something positive and fun, what do you love about your country? And then... What do you love about America? Because everybody, Giuliano has lived in America. He's in Brazil now, but he lived in America and is planning on coming back post-pandemic. So what are like your top, what do you love? If somebody is listening here, has never been to Brazil, why, why should they come? What do you love about it? 
First thing of all, as you can see in my, with my relation with Mob, it's the people in my country. First thing of all, they are always smiling. They always have a huge hug. They are always positive. Like, oh, are you from America? If, if they don't know English, they will make a way that we they can talk with English you we and met. help you. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. mm -hmm. uh, not a word, not a word. After I met you, I got a scholarship and then I learned <laughs> English in my English school. No. And so the people, when I was living in America, it was the, the most hardest thing because I missed so much my friends. Like, if you come to Brazil, the first thing you're going to make friends in the airport, in the bus, in the taxi, in the hotel. And it's like family. The next day, they are bringing food to you. They are bringing their kids to Matthew. They are giving you uh, gifts. So, Alex, I'd like to think I'm lucky that, <laughs> But Maud is more Brazilian than many <laughs> friends that I have. <laughs> yes. And in America, I love it. First of all, the seasons, oh, like yeah. the weather. I could see the seasons. It's beautiful in D.C. where I live. <laughs> like the spring, the summer, the winter. In Brazil, it's always, it's always uh, summer. And you know, that's what I love. <laughs> where I live in Brazil, you can it's have always fall, summer you in can Brazil. Have winter. The, I'll take summer all year round and a little spring. It's I... always summer. In America, first of all, the seasons. And the second thing, how it's professional, the business industry. I could learn so much, but so much with passion, not just doing, doing for doing. No, it's passionate that people, people, I saw people working in the business industry, maybe making their lives. So I could see that it was possible to me when I moved to America. Not just when I moved, the first things I, uh, the first times I went to the festival, because before I moved, guys, I, I was a scholar. I'll be always a scholarship student from Cohen Mall OG Foundation program. Scholarship so went, student, guys. Me and Cohen <laughs> yes. Many, many, many times I went. To, even when I graduated in college, I'll never forget. I was not going. To, I was not supposed to go to America because I spent too much money uh, paying for party and everything else for my family. And then Chloe and Maud at Tapping Rio party said. No, it's your gift. We are giving you your tickets. Yes. You are going to fly to America and you are going to participate and you are going to host our It was event. his it was college graduation gift. We couldn't do it. Um, oh, Alex, he lived in D.C. We couldn't do it without Giuliano. And if you know Chloe and I, if there's a will, there's a way. And we just love Giuliano. It's as simple as that. But also for anybody listening, any young people that are, you know, our students, he also works really, really hard. So it's not, we don't just reward people because we like them, but also we tend to like no. people who work hard. Like I, but I also think that people who work hard are attractive to us because we're not, we're really nice, but we're also not lazy. Even for the kids on here, like Alex is the mom of Emma. Egypt is on here. Egypt is nine. Oh, my mom oh, is here. Oh, my, my. And they all know we work hard. <coughs> and so everybody works hard. And so we're just so proud. Miss Dana is here. Hi, Miss Dana. Hey, Goldie. Thank you so much, everybody. But, but here's the thing. When I, when I first met Chloe, then Mon. I was but second, but I'm the Both favorite. of them. She was always the person who I called and, and 
can you make some video to me to my project yes what's the words blah 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 okay done <laughs> if i did it with clients just some days and that's it but the the thing is first of all i could see two black women's really working, making their money with tap. And they look at similar to my mom. My mom is black and she has curly hair. So I could see someone else close to me. I could see some representation mm. on them. But at the same time, they were always on the phone, but not on the phone chatting or Instagramming. Like, not... Um, they were always working. I could see them working. And that was the thing that I love it. Love it. Since I started... I thought they are doing just like me. They are they they are they are planning the next project. One time they were talking about DC. <laughs> next time, oh, the merch project. <laughs> the other time, okay, classes. Okay, the next incorporated lady. Blah blah. And if that said, that's the rhythm that I like <laughs> in my life, like this. Me, I and like then I brought that to to my project. Progress. The first time I met Juliana, we were at a tap festival in San Jose. And he told me, y'all, mm -hmm. I really didn't fully understand what he was saying because he didn't speak English. My Portuguese wasn't great at the time. All I understood was that he was doing something in the community that where he was from. And I was like, sure, I'll, I'll like, I don't know. I don't remember, did I donate money or did I, I don't remember. Yes, I was. it was in the really beginning of the time that people could do crowdfunding. Yes. So they didn't know anything here. But I found that, that people were already doing that. Here. And I said, I'm going to do it at festival in my city. It's going to be free to 30 people from my social project. And that's the point, end of the line. That's I it. love I'm gonna that. Do that. <laughs> and, and then I called Maud. I, I saw Maud at the festival. I took some classes and I said, I just have this shot to ask her if she can do <laughs> this video to me. And I was like, yes. And I said, okay, let's try. I mean, you know us. Like, if somebody's trying to do something good, and if I can help at all, it's, all, it's a yes. Like, I think that people oftentimes, when they're asked a question to maybe help, they think about all the bad things that can happen, or like, I don't know, and all this stuff. Y'all, I didn't know Giuliano. He took my class with Jed Zlan. That's mm -hmm. it. Like, we had fun in chat class. I knew he was a good dancer and he had a really big smile and he had braces and big smile. And he was so funny. But again, we didn't speak the same language except the language of dance. And and then, no. yeah, he was like, I want to help people. I want to help kids in my neighborhood. And I'm like, yes. Um, Juliano, there's a question for you. It's a great question. It's how does okay. race play out in Brazil? Oi, my, obrigada. Oi, Julia. Yes, I'll see you in Brazil. We're coming to America. <laughs> <laughs> next year maybe julia goes to tap your okay. if you come if, then you, if you tap your rio is happening yeah. but she's not a tap dancer she's a jazz dancer she's but she really can come to my apple funk class um also yes if tap yes. in rio is oh. happening guess who's coming oh for sure uh for now yes it's happening for those who want to come it's january 25th to 30th it's we are trying to make. I'm the. I'm also the the marketing director <laughs> of Tapirio. That's why I know. It's all COVID pending, uh, but we're we are, planning on going, and me and Chloe will be teaching. Yes, it was, and it's gonna be. It's gonna. Stephen is are planning everything with all these restrictions to not many people and blah blah we blah. Just so open keep in the touch. windows. We should just um, open the windows about, and wear some masks. 
yeah, yeah, we are looking for a, a good space where we, we can do that. And then well, the tapping reel just happens because we need the Or do the classes outside. We can't do that on virtual. We should just do the classes outside. We might die and faint in the heat, but in the sun. Could you imagine in the sun? <laughs> True. It's so hot. Um, sorry, but Giuliano, how does race? So my friend who asked okay, the question. Alex, she's, she's Haitian. And so everybody yes. in Haiti is black for the most part, right, Alex? I would say so. If anything, there's like colorism, but race in Brazil, I find absolutely fascinating and devastating. Please explain, Juliana. Okay. Uh, mm, <laughs> let me try to figure out how to, to explain here. Uh, it, it's, it's so, it's sad that I had to say that, but it, there's a lot of racism here. Even it's a really, uh, Brazil, it's a mix of cultures. That there, there's no just one culture. We are a bunch of, of cultures here in the same mm -hmm. country, but there's a, a lot of racism, a lot of racism. People are fighting for their rights now more than ever, but we are far behind the US and other countries that has been doing that for, for centuries. We were one of the last countries to stop the- Abolish the, slavery. The Y'all, I think, yes. are 1889? So, uh, yes, 18, uh, yeah, 1889. Yes, good. And also, we are one of the, the unfortunately, we are one of the countries where uh, murders of women and LGBT community are one of the most, uh, the biggest numbers by hour. So, but in an hour, it's like, I don't know the numbers now exactly, but it's like we are or not the first, but well, I think we are the third country in the world with the biggest number of, of deaths of uh, women and LGBT. And from these communities, we know that black people are the, the ones that die first. So at the same time that it's a really smiling country, you have another background of poverty and of racism, and we are trying to fight for our, for our rights more than ever. So as much as we can talk and share about it, more people will have information to fight for their rights. Um, when, um, oh, sorry, I forgot his name, died this year when the Black Lives Matter George Floyd. Uh, started the movement. Mm -hmm. George Floyd died. Did, I had to explain to many of my Brazilian friends that were like blind, said, hey, it could be me. I was in DC like six months ago. Wake up. And even nowadays in the city where I live, where I have my own space, where I pay my bills, it's not in the most poverty place in the city. I can die on the street at 9 p.m. because the cops can thought that, can think that, that okay, I'm stolen a phone. I cannot have an iPhone here in Brazil. It's really expensive. So to the white people, it's not right. Mm -hmm. So we are far behind on our rights. We are, we are fighting hard. As a dancer, there's no many places. There's no many shows, concerts, workshops. That's one of the reasons that I opened my own platform. That's one of the reasons that I support Coin Mouth Foundation projects like Madeira, uh -huh. like <clears throat> Providencia, because Okay, if they don't open the doors, okay, we shut the door. We took the door down and then we open our own door because there's no many, many space. 
the way that I found to start as a professional tap dancer in Brazil, I lied to the directors of studios and said, hey, I'm going to be in your city for these, these, these days. Do you want to have a workshop with me? And then the person said, oh, for sure. How much is your price? I said, like, uh, 100 heads. It's Very a really low price. It was a lie because I was not, I was not supposed to. This is an city. amazing so, hack. I love this. I just took a really cheap bus and then I went to their city as a Giuliano Antonio, really professional. I never did a workshop. I was just a student, but I needed money because at that time I need to make money to go to your festival as a scholarship student. So I said, okay, the only way, if people don't call me to make a show, if I am not white, if I'm not blonde, blah, 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 blah. Okay, I'm going to be Giuliano Antonio now. Giuliano Antonio, who is this guy? An amazing tap dancer. Good talk. Word tap. Brilliant. That is brilliant. Exactly. Alex, that's brilliant. I I also would just like to add, well, first of all, that's brilliant. I love it. I should start using that. Like, I'm gonna be in your city. Um, is that I've I've seen racism in Brazil. Um it's crazy. The first time I went to Brazil, I was 17, so that was 17 years ago. And I remember being in Bahia, and there were these shirts that said, like, 100% um, negra or 100% negro. And I was like, what is that? You know, I was young. And they were like, they're having, like, a civil rights social movement of black pride. And I was like, now? Aren't they late? You know, I'm in high school. And that's how I found out. So I started getting interested in the history because I'm like, wow. Slavery was abolished so much later than in the United States. But also the access was never, not that, and in America, black people don't have much access. But like in America, I know several upwardly mobile black people who have money, who own property, who are rich. In Brazil, I've been 20 or 21 times. I've only met one black person who was not poor. And if you know me, you know I talk to everybody and their mama. So it's not that I'm not talking to people, it's that they do not exist they exist this much in Brazil. And mm -hmm. actually, we all went to dinner with him last year. <laughs> and it was our huge moment. You guys, like, we go to Brazil in January. We asked like Juliano and Giselle, we're like, oh, our friend is connecting us to this guy. He wants us to have dinner. He's our friend from America, but his friend lives in Brazil. He's Brazilian. Do you know this guy? And we say his name and they're like, what? You know him? And we're like, no. They were like, that's like we were in America and said, so our friend wants us to go to dinner with Barack Obama. <laughs> so this guy was the, yes. he ended up going to dinner. Yes, he was supposed to be our president. No, I can't. But I understood his so reasons when we talked Juliano, to him. Explain, Juliano, explain like his, like who he is to you guys. Oh my gosh. We are talking about Joaquin Barbosa. He was a, a the minister, not what the minister, the black, the black minister. He was the, the uh, he was the highest position in our political world here, and he fought for many rights. He sent many people to the jail. <laughs> like he started a, a to clean. He sent all the government. And then when he sent the government the, officials to jail, right? Who were corrupt. Mm -hmm. Yes, mm -hmm. and then. He was, uh, when started the, the election running, the presidents uh, started to come. Everybody was making like Twitter trends, like hashtags to put him as one of the next options. But then he just 
he quit mm -hmm. his position and then he disappeared for a time like we 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 knew that he was in in america we knew that he was not in the country even because it was dangerous to him imagine a person with money black sending many many rich white people to the jail i don't know if y'all know he doesn't have, have Brazil, a life he needed. like everybody in the government at like for like a year or two was getting sent to prison for money laundering stealing money um just insanity and this guy was like taking on like he was the head he was fighting for it and so this guy's amazing he doesn't have social media but you can see about him yes, on the Google website. him. He, he told us he doesn't have he needs media. to have a, a movie about him because what i think he had twitter he maybe, has twitter not no instagram. instagram or facebook but you can google him he has like a wikipedia no yes but he needs a movie because what he has done for black people and for just goodness in Brazil is amazing and he was so nice to us yes. um so nice I was like what I'm doing to my life that I'm the same table <laughs> as him you're being a good person and they're and, and Giuliano and Joaquim are from the same like small city remember you he was like oh that yes he is he's he's from really close from here from from my city a really small city like mine, and it's really close I, to you. I mean, it was amazing, and I, Chloe and I, y'all had no idea. Could you imagine if one of your friends from out of the country was like, "Do you know this guy named Barack Obama? Do you want to go to dinner with us and him?" <laughs> I wish somebody would do that for me. I'd be like, ah. Um, I wish too. One day and pray. For I it. pray for it too. I need to have dinner with him. Michelle Someone said here, Juliana is like the CEO of fighting for and going for your dreams. Thank you so much. I learned with amazing people like Chloe, Maude, Steven, Adriana, <laughs> and many other good people. Thank you so much. Someone else said here, Hannah Gordon said, you always <laughs> know Hannah how to rock one of my dear friends. Hannah was a guest on the podcast two weeks ago. Juliana, oh, hey, I, yes, Hannah, yes. I have to send Hannah all the addresses of everybody who won. Hannah, Giuliano is one of your winners of your um, guided journal. And what's crazy is, yes, <laughs> and I have to send Hannah. I owe Hannah the addresses. Giuliano, when we get off this, remind me. We'll send me your address so she can send it to you. But, I, I mean, I just have to say, like, at Brazil as a country is so messed up. Like, the government, the, the economy... It's violent, etc. But there is something. Oh, Hannah, Giuliano is one of my original Chloe and Maude Foundation student scholarships. And he's grown now. Um, <laughs> but it, it's, um, it's fascinating how a country with so much strife, so much racism, so much poverty, I have never met more joyful people in my life. The first time I went to Brazil, I emailed my mom from an internet cafe and I said, Mom, I feel like I've met my people. I said, people are like oh, here. They say you. hi, they wave, they smile. Everybody feels like your friend. I mean, it is it is so special. And obviously there are bad people, there are bad people everywhere. But the, but the overall everywhere. sentiment is the joy. Where do you think that comes from? With all, like you grew up, you just told us you grew up and had to ask your neighbors for food. 
a lot of people would be like, I hate life. I'm going to be angry. I'm going to be mad and I hate everybody and I hate being poor and I hate this here. You have always been joyful. Where do you think that comes from? I think it's, I think it's about hope mm. that we always grew up with hope. We are a country that in some ways it's a poor country, like you said, about money. So we have to have some life. <laughs> We have to believe. If you don't believe, things will not change, never. And, and I'm not talk just about my generation. You can talk, oh, it's the 90s people. No, it's always like if, I, if you see my mom's generation did that, my grandma generation, because Brazil has been always in this kind of situation, the last option, the place where we send uh, slaves, the place where we can just uh, buy some food and just leave the country and not think about people who is living there. So... Yes, from Nana. Yes, from my grandma, for uh, sure, Julia. I told, I told Maud how we learned with grandma. Um, and there, there is the point where we always have hope. Like when we went to Providencia and was everybody black people, me, Chloe, Maud, Alison, uh, Ugu. And, and then the, when I, they were smiling, not just because, oh, it's people from the U.S. No, it was a lie. It was a hope. It was four different people with different jobs from different places saying, hey, you can be this, you can be that. Let's, let's, let's believe. Remember João? He was Juliano, do I remember four. him? I he think about old. him every day. <laughs> I do. Giselle knows I'm obsessed. <laughs> I am obsessed with that child, which is also why when they didn't have water in the beginning, I was like, João doesn't have water? Oh, I need to, we have to do something. Yes. Because my baby has to have water. Like, uh-uh. That's my boo, you know. <laughs> I know. So see how he was smiling. Even though it, he didn't understand what is really happening there. It was a dance. It was a panel discussion. What these people were doing. But he was smiling. Because life mm. is already so hard on us. If we don't smile, if we don't believe, if, if we don't wake up and say good morning to our neighbor, life mm. will not get better. Mm. That's the first point. So when I met you and Chloe, and the first day I said hi, and I said, and in some way I, I met, I mentioned that I don't know many English, how to speak English. And you both said, okay, let's try to exchange. And I remember the really first time I was trying to take Chloe's class on Tap Review. And I was a, a scholarship student. At that time, scholarship students could not take classes of uh, the, the biggest. Oh, like the headliner? It was expensive. The festival. Yeah. So it was expensive. It was a whole situation. I understood that. But I was already happy. I was already <laughs> watching everybody. So, yeah. That, that was the point for me and my friend. Ah. But we got at the point that we said, we mm. want to take her class. And then we talked with the producer. They said, oh, that's the price of the, if you want to just take his, her class. And then we said, what? This is like the money we have for the <laughs> week to eat. And then I tried to talk with her. I remember the phone that she had was not even an iPhone on that. Probably like a Blackberry. Day. And then she started to talk on, she started to talk. I don't know if, if it was Kalina already, but she was, she was talking with her manager. And then the person said the price in dollars, I converted, and it was like already so expensive. The next day we went to the beach, like during two hours. That was the point where everything started on tapping about go to the beach and tap there. 
We went there because we needed so money. So they go and the guys because we they said, go we street gonna... perform. So the dance studio is here. It's a block, and then it's the beach. It's amazing. They went to street perform to yeah. make enough money to take Chloe's class. And then when we came back, we told her we didn't make much money. It's not. It's, it's not, not common, common at all. You see many dancers as you see in LA. Yeah. It's not. It's not popular. You see singers, but not dancers. So people are not used to stop, give some some tip. No. And then we came back and said that. I remember her face when she's thinking many things. She was like, mm-hmm, mm. And she made this. I know that she went to Steven's room and then she came back in a few minutes. And then Bolasha came and said, all of you spread in the back of the room. Just go inside, <laughs> silence, take her class. <laughs> and then after years, she told me that she, she had a huge discussion with Steve and Adriana about, okay, if the scholarship students cannot, uh, go inside my room. I'm paying for each one of them to take my class. And then that was the point where everything started. And then uh, Steve and Adrian, the production changed it a little bit. And then today, the students can 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 choose for I any mean, class. I mean, it's amazing, though, because you guys made that happen. Because it didn't. you didn't even just ask, can I have the class? You all went to try to street perform. And y'all, in Brazil, people don't give money to street performers. Like, it's, just, it's not like no, the culture. No. Actually, they stole your money. So we have to ask for someone else to stay with the phone, other people to look to the phone. It's, a, it's, too, it's too much to ask. It's too easy for somebody to just run and snatch it. But it's just not like cultural. But I mean, it's amazing. And we know Chloe's Portuguese is not great. But we know that her heart is great. <laughs> Don't say that. But her heart, her heart <laughs> makes up for not understanding everything, and she made it happen. Hey, one of our students from Madueira is here. Oi, Marceli, to the bone. Ah, Marceli, tá aqui, Marceli. And she was a, a Juliano person nowadays because she was the person who kept brought the popcorn to you and started all the the situation with the Madureira. She said, "Hey, I'm from Madureira. Hey, I have a project." Hey, can you come to, to meet us? She was I mean, the it's amazing. Marceli, how old are you? Quantos años, Marceli? 12? She's 12. Quantos años, Marceli? I think she's 12 oh, okay. or 13. And they were selling popcorns to pay the, the bus ticket to, to go to Tapping Rio classes. That's how her mom uh, was making money. And it was like just two moms with like 10 kids. One mom was looking for all the other kids. They were all... All of them were uh, scholarship students mm -hmm. from Tapping Rio. It's a program where Adriana keep the scholarship to the Madureira because Adriana is from I Madureira. I didn't know that. Now I know the story behind that. But Adriana is from Madureira. She took classes there many years. She started there. So that's why she kept the scholarships to that to her, her I, people. I love and then, that. Well, the way I met Marcelli is... She asked to take a picture with me after class. This was at Tapin Rio last year, 2019. Mm -hmm. And then I saw her mom. I think they gave me a bag of popcorn. It had like her name and like a little picture. And I was like, what is this? And they're like, Pipoca. Uh, <laughs> for, and then they, her mom explained like, oh, we sell these to like help all the kids, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, how much are they? And she said, two hey I. I said, I'll buy 50. And then Chloe was, <laughs> Chloe was over to the, like, 10 feet away. I was like, Chloe, 
She's like, what? I was like, I need 100 rei. I was like, you're buying 50 things of popcorn. <laughs> and we gave them the whatever. I think we bought, I, can't, I think we bought 100. And I gave her the cash. And she was like, literally, Marcelli was like this. She was frozen. And her mom, like, about to start crying. And I said, I gave them the money. I don't know, Giuliano's frozen. Is he frozen? Giuliano, is he frozen for y'all? He's frozen for me. Giuliano, Giuliano, Giuliano. Giuliano, are you frozen? Oh, okay, I was like, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Um, and then I was like, I, we gave them the money and her mom was like, no, 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 like, we have to bring you the popcorn. And I was like, I don't want the popcorn. Like, I, I said, we don't want the popcorn. But we just respect that you guys are fundraising and making popcorn and just trying to work. Also, guys, um, to give you perspective, two rei is the equivalent of like 50 cents in America. But, and also to give everybody here perspective, right now, what is the dollar to you guys? 5.5 reais. 5.5. Almost six. Oh, Giselle mm -hmm. said 5.6. Oh, thank you, Giselle. <laughs> <laughs> we have to keep looking at it every day that because of our business. That is horrific. Yes. So that means what cost me $10 costs you $56. And so I just think it's important, too, like for us as traveling and stuff, is always being considerate of the countries and the places we go visit. I have a rule when I'm in Brazil. I don't bargain or negotiate with street vendors, with people when I buy like the bikinis on the street or like a conga or like earrings. And if they're like, that's 30 reais. And then one of my Brazilian friends might be like, that's expensive. You can get it for 10 reais. I'm like, I have dollars. I make dollars. I'm going to pay them what they want because they're artisans and they're hustling. And if I can, I can afford it. Under the sun. Burning, burning their, 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 their back of their neck, their whole, their working all. hard. She said, okay, so Leah, you said if somebody had 10, here's the weird thing, Leah, Brazil is very <laughs> expensive. So you would not be rich. You just, like, that's why there's so much poverty. There's either you're really poor or you're really rich. The middle doesn't really exist as much like it exists here in America. And it's, it's really sad because... <laughs> You literally on the same street see one person, uh, one child begging for food on the corner and somebody walking past them with a Gucci bag. But there's not really much of an in-between. But no, I, I mean, it's interesting. Oh my God, Juliana, how is it almost time? Before we leave, I have to ask you my quick questions, my fire, my joyful questions. Are you ready? Okay, okay. Yes, person yes, I that am. brings you the most joy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, it was mm -hmm. my grandma, now more than ever, my sister. Oh, it's I love that. Sister. But you know, your grandma's always with you. So this city that brings mm -hmm. you the most joy. Rio de Janeiro. I, I was, I was going to say, <laughs> you say anywhere in America, I am taking away your Brazilian passport. If you said in America, I could see LA or New Orleans. But if once I'm in Brazil, Good. Rio de Janeiro. I, it's my I favorite mean, it's the place. same for me, and I'm not even Brazilian. <laughs> a song that brings you joy. Oh, okay. Giselle's going to laugh now. 
because it's a kid song, but it's a song that I have on my leg. I I I, I did a tattoo with that. It's uh, Crystal Moon. It's from Shusha. She's, she's a really. It, she was a really. Yeah, she's laughing. She knows, but it's my song. When I was since I was young, I was always I I started to sing that as a prayer every morning, like praying using because talk about if you never dreams your your dreams will never come true it's about that what this song said it's a kid song but it was what moves me to always believe i could go when we were watching soap opera soap operas it's really for no famous here guys uh, at my grandma's house i always said one day i'll be in this place it was rio or sao paulo and my grandma i'm sorry my son but we don't have money even from food i said mm -hmm. one day i'll be there and this song was always in my mind. I was always saying, I'm going to dream. I'll be there. And then when I went to Tapir, I said, Grandma, I'm calling you from Rio. It's, it's ah, happening. So, I just got the chills. Uh, I love that. This song always making me, yeah, this song always making me believe. It's amazing how music can be a part of our history. Because we remember how the song yes. makes us feel where we were. And that carries with us for forever. No, it's, it's so powerful. Okay, mm -hmm. your food that brings you joy. Food? Yeah. Woohoo! I love uh, uh, pasta. pasta. <laughs> and when, when you are able to travel again, where's the first place you want to go? There's so many <laughs> places I want to go back. Oh, but I know. Rio is right here, so I, I don't know. I can uh, we can take a car, a bus, and and ten, twelve hours. It's too much, but it's close. But if I could just go back to my Papa Nick's house and just hug oh. him and cry for some minutes and and ask him, can I just stay here? I just called him last week saying, Dad, I miss oh. you so much. I miss I miss our talks. Uh, he just laughing with me uh, in in my room back in there. So if I could just take one flight, go there, spend one hour with Nick, Roxy, and Chris, for me it, it will it would be amazing to to you be know, with them again. It's you been know that year. I'm gonna send this it's to been... him because that Nick oh, is the best. Nick is really an angel. Um, I am. I... Yes. And since Grandma died, Aww. he's always calling me. He's always asking if I'm about my mental health situation, if I'm okay, if my sister is okay. Roxanne has been talking to me a lot if I'm taking care. So they, they I, I told him after 24 years, God sent me a dad, a real father, because I didn't grow up with my father. So I said after 24 years, I, I, I got a, a, a father. And he, he is. Sometimes he is. our family is, is given to us and not born into and it, and it doesn't make yeah. it any less important or impactful. Like when people say, I don't really believe in the like, blood is thicker than water. I believe that friends are the family that we choose. Literally, how many conversations, how many talks we had, how many moments we had, how many dreams we exchanged, how many things we learned with each other. That's, exactly. That's what we talk about family, about real, it, real No, it, it's the truest. So, Juliana, before we get out of here, because Instagram might cut us off. First of all, thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for doing all the flyers for the podcast. <laughs> and 
where can people find and support your platform and the work that you're doing? If you want to put it in the comments, everybody make sure you follow Giuliano. Um, but he's teaching classes yes. online and stuff. So he'll put it in there and I'm sure it's in the link in his bio, but make sure you support. Yes. You can follow me here on Instagram. It's the best way to find me. And also I'm opening a class to my American students. They text me this week. So if you want to take in class with me talking in English, now you have the possibility. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a class this week on Wednesdays with my, my oh, American students. It's the best Juliana, way to Juliana, we forgot. Me. Let's learn some really quick Portuguese. And if Instagram cuts us off, I love you. How do you say hi? Oi. 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 How do you say, I think when you go to a country, you have to know, hi, thank you, yes, and no. So how do you say thank you? Yes. Uh, oh, just uh, my class will oh. be on Zoom platform. Thank you. It's obrigado. Obrigado for men. Thank, obrigada for women. Yes or no, it's like Spanish. Sim. Sim. No. No. It's really close. But it's close Spanish. to Spanish, but y'all yes. got a little... Sim oomph on it because it's like oh it's not no it's yes no no yes no let's go over sim. thank you again that's sim. hard With so M. for a girl obrigada. obrigada obrigada and for a boy obrigado use o at the end do. Do. yes yes hi it's oi yes oi like oi like like mm -hmm. and how do you say, yeah. how are you doing? Yeah. It's huge. It's called, como vai você? Too much. Easy. Huge. To the bone, to the bang. Teach them that. Teach, teach them to the bone. <laughs> to the bang. 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 That means everything's good. To the bang. To the bang. Yes. It's all, all good. good. On that note, Juliano, thank you for being on the podcast. Our fourth. Obrigado, Maldi. I love you. I'm hey, yo, I'm going to say something. Toda gente aqui, muito obrigada de estar aqui com Juliano. Thank you so much, everybody. We, we love, love you guys. All. Support Juliano. Support people. It doesn't take a lot to help a lot. It only takes a little to help a lot. So I love you guys. I can't wait to come back to Brazil. And I love you, Juliano. Keep up the great work. I'm very proud. Ciao, querido. Beijo, me liga. Ciao.